You're listening to Women Transcend. I'm Jennifer Todd, and this is a podcast that explores feminist issues that affect women and girls worldwide. Each episode, we dive into a topic and discuss the particular impact on women and girls and how they are able to overcome or transcend. Hey, Jennifer. Yes. It's me, your co-host, John. How are you? <laughs> Good. Mixing things up a little bit. <laughs> yes, indeed. Everybody was like, well, what's, <laughs> what's going, going on here? On? <laughs> Including me. But, you know, in, in response to all of the comments on womentranscend.com about how they really want more of me. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we just have to be responsive. That's right. That's to right. our listeners. That's right, because the <laughs> listeners are always right. <laughs> yes. So thank you for joining us, listeners, for this episode of Women Transcend. This is another one that we think is really important. We, we try not to cover issues that we don't think are important. This is kind of a different take on, on an issue that we have looked at from different angles. But I came across this post on Facebook, I believe, or Twitter, and I just found it so poignant and such an amazing example of the standard that media sets for our girls, the unrealistic and unachievable beauty standard. And you know what? I just have to say here that this was a guest where I had a little bit of a fanboy moment too, because months ago, I remember seeing this online. And when you told me that we would be talking with the artist who did this, I was like, I've seen that. Yeah. And uh, it was really exciting. So yeah, amazing. Make that contact. Yeah. So spoiler alert coming up is just a knockout interview with the amazing Catherine Young, who is a, a just a, a fabulous person, a wonderful graphic artist. And she did sort of a cover reboot a magazine cover reboot. She looked at a cover of the magazine Girl's Life and she said she was struck when she looked at it by the difference in the magazine Girl's Life and the magazine Boy's Life and what messages they were giving to young girls versus to boys. And so she reimagined that magazine cover as she would have preferred it to be and the messages that she thought that when she was that age she would have wanted to receive it's a powerful interview so please stay tuned but you know she expresses that the messages that we're sending to boys and girls is that they aren't seeing themselves in the media what the media is reflecting back to them is an unrealistic ideal. It is not diverse at all, for one, and it is glamorized and airbrushed and... And dumbed down, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So she did this side-by-side -side comparison of the real Girl's Life cover and what she thought we should be telling our girls. And I'll put it up on our website, womentranscend.com, but it's hard even to explain. It's very powerful if you look at it. So, for example, in the original magazine, 
cover, the Girls Life magazine, it says 100 plus ways to slay on the first day. It's a, a back to school issue. And then Catherine Young has changed it and she says 100 plus ways to help others in your community. I mean, yeah. what is the message that we want to give to our yeah. girls? And I think this idea, the idea behind doing this kind of comparison could have easily been too hokey or too jokey. Yeah. You know, and, and the the twist that she puts on, on these things from the actual magazine cover, they're very clever. And, you know, she, she's clearly th- thought about them very deeply and they're it's a very positive message. Yeah. And, and it makes yes. you really realize the good that we could be doing. It, yeah, exactly. In these and, magazines. And the, the juxtaposition of the reality in Girls' Life, and this is by no means limited to that magazine, but this was the one that she just happened to choose. Yeah. But the juxtaposition of the messaging that girls are getting versus here's a positive aspect on that, it really just highlights how wrong the messaging is so incredibly like you know if you look at the magazine rack at the grocery store and you see these magazines you just sort of brush your eyes past them and you don't really pay attention to what's on there but you just have kind of an idea that it's all about beauty whatever but when you really think about the messages that are given and the messages that could be given it's stark how wrong it is. It just makes you feel like if you were to have magazine racks filled with quiz, are you ready for AP class instead of are you ready for a boyfriend or thinking about your career and and that sort of stuff. And that was the norm. Yeah. Where could we be, you know? Yeah. Instead of your dream hair, she has replaced it, your dream career. Yeah. Like, I mean, what do you want girls to be thinking about at this formative age when they're so, they can be so insecure and they're going through so much and developmentally and socially? And do we want them to be worrying about, you know, waking up pretty or does my hair look perfect or do I have the latest fall fashion? Or do we want them to be thinking about, ways to help their community. What am I going to make with my life and how am I going to contribute yeah, and, with my career? And think about having a generation of young women that are confident, that are thinking about how they can contribute to their community, how they can be their best selves. How can they do things that they're proud of? You know, a whole generation of girls that are like that, just think about what the benefit of that would be for everyone. Yeah, Beyond the confidence and the self-esteem of that girl, what providing this message to our children sets them up for, instead of thinking about hair, boyfriends, beauty, makeup, they can fill that time thinking about how I can contribute. What am I going to be? How can I be a better friend? How can I, the things that we want them to be self-reflecting about instead of how do I wake up and look really good tomorrow? Yeah. And the the message here isn't that girls shouldn't have downtime and have things that they do that aren't these weighty decisions. You know, everyone needs needs that. But the counter argument to that is that these kind of magazines that 
appeal to being civic-minded and being socially conscious and, and thinking about your future, that's not represented in on the magazine racks at all no. right now. Yeah. And and it's not just limited to magazines, although that's what we're talking about in this episode and you know, that's what we're we've sort of taken a forensic look at. But this is what media writ large is messaging to our girls. It's maybe getting a baby step better, but we still have a long way to go. Yeah. Somebody asked me if if the kids in college right now or is that Generation Z? I don't have any idea. I've lost. Con- I've lost. <laughs> how count, many generations but, are we? Yeah, in? exactly. But imagine how much more girls and boys have to offer if they were given the tools to view themselves in a healthy way and to accept themselves and to be happy with who they are and not. You know, it's fine to think about nail polish colors that, you know, everybody, like you said, we need a little guilty pleasure here now and then. But if all we're thinking about is what do people think about what I'm wearing? Is somebody going to say something about my hair? You know, it sort of falsely communicates that that stuff is the most important and I think what we're talking about is it's fine if that is an interest of yours, if that's important to you in some way, but you yeah. know, keep, keep in mind what the larger picture is and prioritize. You and know, by persistently messaging that, you know, for decades, it does make it important, though. Yeah, yeah. It falsely makes, let's say, for example, thigh gap an important thing. Yep. And I know I can't even say it without <laughs> laughing. It's so ridiculous. But, you know, we're so fixated on perfection. And we all know that it's not, I mean, that what is portrayed in, in movies and on television and magazines everywhere, it is not perfection. It is fake. It is airbrushed. Sure. You know, a lot of it is CG, uh, computer generated. It's not real. These women don't have thigh gap like that. <laughs> and so it's dangerous and it has become the norm. And we really need to be very critical consumers of the media that we consume and the media that we allow our kids to consume. And if they want to, ha- you know, watch something that is kind of just for fun or read some trashy magazine, okay, but have a talk with them about, you realize that this is airbrushed, right? She doesn't look like that when she gets up in the morning. Yeah. And she probably never looks like that because they have manipulated the image to make her look better than, you know, the nature (laughs) provides. Yep. And having said that, nature provides us with gorgeous children which is why we don't need them to be manipulated in any way. So I really encourage you. This is a fascinating interview with the amazing Catherine Young. She is just an incredibly talented artist, and her thoughts on this topic are really very profound and thought-provoking, and you will want to 
see this cover that she has created. And I, I really encourage you to take a look at this magazine cover so that you can see for yourself what is missing and what could be. And let's start looking for that material and rewarding that material when we see it by purchasing it. Yeah. So stay tuned for a very powerful interview. Coming up next is my interview with Catherine Young. Catherine is a graphic designer and an extremely gifted artist. Welcome to Women Transcend Catherine. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really glad that you are able to join us. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a graphic designer. And I work in the nonprofit sector, but I've also worked for big companies like the Walt Disney Company. I currently support the Friends of the St. Paul Public Library, and I do graphic design and marketing for them. And it's awesome. I, I get to support the good stuff. So um, I love my job. And then uh, at night, I also do my own projects. Good for you. Yeah, so you worked for the mouse and then... Um... Uh <laughs> yeah, it, it just seems like it'd be a fun place to work, but that's probably from the outside, it looks like that. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the most. I really did. Yeah. But I also love doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. So I invited you to come on our show because you're a graphic artist, and I saw some work that you had done. It was being passed around Facebook, I think. And I found it so powerfully moving. I reached out immediately and I'm so thankful that you agreed to come on and talk. So, oh, thank you. Yeah. That's so, nice. <laughs> so, um, and this is something I, that I um, am sort of close to because I've done some research on the portrayal of young girls in magazines. And you had done a side by side comparison of a girl's life cover as it is, as it's marketed. And then you used your amazing talents as a graphic artist and you reformatted it sort of as it should be. Yeah. So would you just tell us a little bit about what was on the marketed magazine and then what you reformatted sort of? Yeah. So a father had actually gone to the library with his children and he had taken a picture of Girls Life magazine next to Boys Life magazine. And the image started to go viral because it was such a stark difference between what was expected for girls on the cover to what was expected for boys. The girls, you know, it was like, wake up pretty and your dream jeans. And, it, you know, it was just a lot of things that focused on physical beauty and boys and, you know, typical teen girl things that you would find on a magazine. Nobody questions these things. But yep. then again, when we see these magazines, they're next to other teen girl magazines. Uh huh. So when you all of a sudden take something like that out of its repetitive area, out of its zone, out of, you know, and you put it next to something else that's completely different, all of a sudden you're like, huh, so why do boys get a magazine about planning their future? Right. 
You know, it, it really is. All of a sudden, there's this stark contrast. And I would just like to say that Boys Life and Girls Life magazine are not published by the same people. Uh-huh. However, it still shouldn't be that stark of a difference. We still shouldn't be expecting our boys to plan for their future and our girls to plan their makeup. Exactly. And so I was just talking with some girlfriends on Facebook about the post. And, you know, we were like, isn't this 2000? 16, isn't the woman running for president? You know, we were all just talking about it. Like, we couldn't believe it. And so I took the cover and um, I saw that there was a young woman named Olivia on the cover. And I was like, I bet you I could find another Olivia that would be a great role model for girls. And I bet you I could find one and put her on the cover. So I Googled Olivia and Science Fair. And wouldn't you know, (sighs) the... Extraordinary Olivia Hellasy popped right up. She, you know, Google Science Fair winner, genius, extraordinaire. You know, I put her on the cover and I just did, you know, a few play on words of things that I thought girls should be proud of, things that made you well rounded, things that made you a participant in your community, and just kind of changed up the graphics. And I think it really showed people what was possible. Yeah. And I think that's what gets to people is because it is just such a visual reminder that we can do better. Yeah. And really powerful example of how we can do better and also how the status quo is wrong. One of the captions that really stuck out was the caption that said, wake up pretty. Yeah. That one really stuck out to me because here you have this caption that says, wake up pretty next to a model who has been professionally photographed with professional hair, professional makeup, professional styling, and then probably touched up in Photoshop smack dab on the middle of this cover. Yeah. And the quote is wake up pretty, you know, a a girl doesn't need to look at a magazine and think, wow, I can't wake up like this. I'm a failure this morning. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just, it was ridiculous, the standards it was setting. Yeah, well, and all of the cues in these magazines, and starting from, I've looked at magazines that target like age four to seven, and starting from little, the cues that girls are given are that our worth and our value is in our beauty. That's where we get power. That's where we get worth. And that's exactly what that magazine cover of Girls Life was telling girls. And it was just so magnificently done where you sort of flipped it on, on its head and you were using just sort of wordsmithing their highlights to put the worth of a girl in who she was and aspirations and in intelligence and, you know, not waking up pretty. Yeah, not a little deeper than just the cover girl, you know? Exactly. Things that would make you proud of yourself. Yeah, that give you value aside from that which is assigned to us by culture, gender norms, and media. Yep. And now I I do think girls do like hairstyles and makeup tips. And you know what? I loved that stuff as a kid, too. But what I really want to say is we need to be equal with boys. It's not so much about forcing girls to grow up too soon. It's about just being equal. 
I got a lot of criticism that I was saying that girls should grow up too soon. But I really just want us to say this can be equal. If a boy can have this, a girl can have this too. And I also think those covers aren't just damaging for girls. They're damaging for boys too because they see that and they think that's important. Exactly. You know, the conversation we need to have is with our daughters, but it's also with our sons. Yes. Yeah. Because they are under the same influence sort of of cultural norms that, you know, this is what they look for in girls. This is what. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. This is what media is telling you. You should be paying attention to a hundred percent. So that's an absolutely great point. This isn't a girl's issue. This is a human issue. This is a, you know, this is a parent's issue. It's a kid's issue. This is just about raising healthy kids. Yeah. And raising well-rounded kids and raising kids that can be proud of themselves, even if they don't consider themselves America's next door, beautiful girl. You know, it, there's all these women out there who they don't get to see themselves reflected back at them in media. And and that makes them question themselves. That makes them think, Oh, why are my jeans? Why is my jean size so big? Or why are my hips sticking out? Or why is my skin color or my hair texture different? And it's because we're not showing them. Exactly. And that's unfortunate. That's really unfortunate. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so we're focusing on a specific focusing on beauty standards, but also this brings in racial normative aspects of who gets on the cover as well. It's generally, uh, yeah. you know, it's generally a, a blonde white girl. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I did receive um, some emails from people saying, you know, why didn't you put a girl of, of color on the cover? And I responded and said, I absolutely agree. I just Googled Olivia in Science Fair and she was the first person that popped up. Uh-huh. Um, but I absolutely I think we need to talk about that. We need to talk about showing more diverse representation And just showing the value in all the differences versus the value in just this one thing. Yes, exactly. And that's why this work that you did was so powerful to me and so striking. And you have done other sort of related work, haven't you? Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So just this past September, I created... A bunch of covers. What I wanted to do is I wanted to do something that kind of paid tribute to the original cover, but didn't mimic it, didn't repeat it. <laughs> it's kind of a, a funny like artist. Oh, it's 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 like an artist's greatest fear that they will only be known for one type of work. I, I don't know if that yeah. transcends to other uh, occupations, but it's definitely an artist's fear. You know, I wanted to to do something and and give back and have my voice heard. And, you know, this cover has been an amazing eye opening for me and an amazing blessing. I I never could have dreamed what opportunities that this brought to me. So I wanted to create another work to pay tribute to it. But I just, I didn't want to do the same thing. I didn't want to do a side by side. I didn't want to call out a magazine in particular Um, One thing I do really regret about what I created was the fact that people thought it was all about girls' life, and it's not about girls' life. It's about media as a whole. Uh Girls' life is not the villain in the story. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely. And so, you know, I was like, oh, you know what? I am going to lift up women that I needed to see. Women that I needed to see on covers when I was growing up. And that was kind of how I curated down who I wanted to put on covers. I just what would have been really impactful for me when I was younger. And amazingly enough, so many of these women were already in my life. I didn't know I needed to see them until I met them and realized, oh, huh, you're not what I've been told to be, but you're amazing, you know? And it, it was just, the project is wonderful. Um, I lifted up 10 amazing women. There is a friend of mine who dealt with postpartum anxiety. I have a professional photographer. I have a double lung transplant recipient wow. with cystic fibrosis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there is also um, a uh, immigrant and lesbian um, American football sports media woman in media. Uh, there's a Latina fashion blogger. There's a woman who has very severe uh, disability and she's an artist and she actually uses her mouth to draw because she can't use her hands. Oh, wow. There is a woman who is a manager at Disney and then she also has a lifestyle blog of her own. There is a pastor and an ordained elder of the Methodist Church and she's an advocate for Black Lives Matter and LGBT rights. Um, let's see, who am I leaving out? I'm sure I'm leaving someone out. Oh, yeah. And then there's this amazing, amazing 17 year old boxer who got the rules changed in the United States so that she could box with full covering and her job. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So it just, you know, it was things I needed to see. Uh It was things that we kind of don't talk about because they're a little taboo, uh-huh. you know, and when we don't talk about things, we don't handle them correctly. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, I grew up in a household where chronic illness was and disability was a very real topic, but we never talked about it. And I didn't know how to handle it because we never talked about uh-huh. it. And I would have loved to see articles of of people handling that, you know, as a kid. There are kids going through so much right now, so much in this country. There are kids that are battling with homelessness. There are kids, you know, all the way to great anxiety. They need to see their struggles reflected back at them in order to be Mm self-aware, in order to understand that what they're going through doesn't make them weird or strange. It makes them human. Yeah. And they may be struggling with finding the right nail polish color, but that's certainly not the major issues that that <laughs> no, girls are de- it, dealing with. And we shouldn't give them the message that this is what you should be thinking about when they are homeless or they are undocumented or, you know, the millions of different aspects of anxiety that an adolescent feels, but as you say, are not represented in the media. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, we all we all need a break. We all need fun things. And, you know, whether it's that guilty pleasure TV show or, or it is just picking out the latest nail polish, you know, we all need fun and release. But we also we also need more. We, we all need validation. We all need to feel like we fit in and belong. 
And, you know, there are a lot of kids out there that just look around and they don't get that validation. Yeah. And even more than lacking the validation is they're getting the message that they are all wrong. Correct. Yeah. The- and and how, how dangerous is it to strive for an absolute perfection that you're never going to obtain? Yeah. You know, I was never going to be the skinny model on the cover of the magazine growing up. My jean size was just bigger. It just was. Yeah. You know, and I I starved myself. I had some eating disorders in my early 20s, you know, and, and finally it took me to my late 20s and my 30s to realize, like, I'm just not built that way. Yep. And, you know, if I would have been given better messaging when I was younger, I probably would have come to that conclusion and had that confidence versus trying to change myself uh-huh. constantly to fit the norm I saw. Yeah. But unfortunately, we're still giving that message to our girls and boys today that thin is the ideal. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But you know what? We we are doing better. Yes. We are, things are getting better. You know, we're, we're seeing a lot of online influencers that are plus size. We're seeing a lot of online influencers of different skin color. Uh-huh. They're creating content that is just as good, if not better, than a lot of these um, media juggernauts. And there are no gatekeepers. Yep. If you create great content, people will find you. Yeah, I agree. So where can people find your work? Uh, you can find my work at katherineyoungcreative.com. And that's K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, young, Y-O-U-N-G, creative.com. And do you have any other projects coming up on the horizon that you would like to tell us about? Um, right now I'm working on on just a project for fun. Uh, it's called Inktober. And what it is is a project where artists, illustrators, designers, all kinds of creatives around the world are all drawing in ink for October. And then they're sharing the pictures online. And so it's just a great way to see what all these artists around the world are drawing and to learn from each other. And the point of the challenge is to draw one thing every day. And it's supposed to strengthen your skills as an artist. So if you check out my Instagram, which you can find through my website, uh, you will see my Inktober drawings. They're pretty fun. So, oh, that's great. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a little lighter of a topic, but, you know. It's, sure. Hey, we need that too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I won't make anyone see my um, day after day stick figure. Um, that's, that's about the extent of my drawing ability, but Catherine, I thank you so much for coming on Women Transcend to share. This is vitally important. And as you say, not just for girls, not just for women, but for all of us to understand. And it's really easy to just be complacent or just to, be busy and not have time to think critically about what we are being fed by the media. But it is so important that we do that, especially for our children. So I thank you for your wonderful work. And thank you so much for joining us on Women Transcend. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Thanks, friends, for joining us for this episode of Women Transcend. If you enjoy our podcast, 
An easy way to support us is to tell at least one friend about our show and how they might be able to find us. Grab their phones and hit subscribe if you have to because you'd be surprised at the number of people who, one, don't know what a podcast is and two, don't have any idea how to find them. Don't forget to subscribe yourself to our podcast so that new episodes will automatically upload into your podcast player. A big thanks to Catherine Young for today's interview and, of course, to John Philbeck for doing all of the fabulous sound artistry so that we sound so good. Follow us on Facebook at Women Transcend. We have some great conversations there and we always enjoy hearing from you. That's all for this episode.